Hey guys, Brandon Dawson here from the Tribe of Christians. Want to talk about what the Lord, the Lord God has showed me, what He has spoken to me, what He has shown me in the Spirit concerning Israel, what's going on with the uh, terrorist attacks from Hamas, and the horrific, absolutely horrific tragedies that unfolded over Israel over this past weekend on Shabbat. Now, um, there's a few things that I'm going to be talking about. I'm sure a lot of you guys have already seen the thousands of uh, videos. Everybody out there is offering their commentary, uh, their thoughts, opinions on this. So I don't really need to uh, dive too much into uh, the context of exactly what happened. The images are horrific. Women, children were brutally beaten, beheaded, raped. Uh, just the most atrocious thing that you could imagine ever happening uh, any to anybody has happened. And so this is uh, absolutely horrific. A lot of people have already been talking about it, like I said. Um, so I'm not going to go too much into the detail on the context. What I'm going to take you through is the spiritual perspective. What the Lord has shown me personally um, as a working in the prophetic ministry, uh, and have been operating in this prophetic ministry for the last 10 years. The Lord has revealed almost every single uh, attacks that has happened in Israel before it ever occurred, uh, showing me the details, the reasons, uh, the who, what, when, where, and why uh, months in advance. And so <clears throat> I'm going to offer you my own prophetic perspective uh, just on the onside of everything that's going on in addition to that, a major, significant, major, major, major warning, and I cannot stress this enough, an absolute dire, grave warning to the United States. So if you guys want to uh, hear more about that, please watch this video, share this with your loved ones, get this information out there. Please uh, help to beat the YouTube algorithms. So uh, sharing it, uh, calming it, uh, comment, commenting on the video, hitting the like button, all that stuff will help beat the algorithms and get this message out there because it's absolutely essential that uh, people, especially the body of Christ, understands what's coming, what's about to happen. So before I um, get into the prophetic insights onto what's going on and what's going to happen, I just want to... Um, I did post a blog on our uh, on our website, so I kind of want to read through that first before I get into the prophetic aspects of uh, what I am seeing. So um, just a couple of days ago, uh, in reference to our condolences to Israel, uh, published this blog, and it's titled, Trusting in God Amidst the Storm, Reflections on Second Chronicles 2015. So... In the face of unspeakable tragedy as the people of Israel endure massive terrorist attacks, our hearts and our prayers go out to them. The scenes of destruction and tales of lost lives have been heart-wrenching, and as Christians, we look to the Bible for guidance for understanding, especially in times of crisis. Now, one such passage resonates deeply with us in these trying times is Second Chronicles 20.15 where we read the words spoken to King Jehoshaphat. Listen, King Jehoshaphat, and all who live in Judah and Jerusalem, this is what the Lord says to you. Do not be afraid or discouraged because of this vast army, for the battle is not yours, but God's. Now, this scripture reminds us of the profound truth 
When we face overwhelming odds, insurmountable challenges, and fears that threaten to drown our spirits, it is uh, in these very moments that God reassures us His unyielding presence. The battle, no matter how great, does not belong to us alone, but to the Almighty. Now, there's an overreaching lesson in the biblical narrative, one that teaches us that sometimes God does allow the odds to be stacked against his people, not so that, uh, not out of cruelty or indifference, but so that when the victory does come, there could be absolutely no doubt that it was by his hand alone. It's a prominent reminder that sometimes God does stack the odds against us so high that we may in fact witness him do a miracle amongst us. Now, the challenges that Israel faced today may seem insurmountable from a human perspective. The pain, the grief, the fear, that the, uh, all of it is very real. But just as King Jehoshaphat was reminded that the battle was not his but God's, we too must cling to the assurance that God is sovereign over every situation. It is in the, during these trials that our faith is tested and refined. It is also in these moments that we witness the incredible power of communal prayer, of unity in the body of Christ, and of the miracles that come from the unyielding trust in God's plan. To our brothers and sisters in Israel and to everyone affected by these events, we stand with you in prayer and in solidarity. We pray for peace, for healing, and for God's protection over the land. And we hold on to hope that in the end, that God's love will absolutely prevail and we will witness his miraculous hand in ways that we could never have imagined. Let us draw strength from 2 Chronicles 20.15 and remember that even in the face of adversity, the battle belongs to the Lord and with him by our side, there's no enemy, no challenge, and no situation that we cannot overcome. If you guys want to read that blog or want to share it, I'll be sure to include the link in the about section. Uh, again, if you guys are not subscribers or uh, if you want to be a member to our site, it's absolutely free. Just head over to tribeofchristians.com. You just put in your email. You can become a subscriber. Or you can take it a step further. And uh, if you want the fellowship and community that our ministry has to offer, uh, you could join our platform online. It's structured just like social media. So you guys can post prayers, videos, um, get to know one another, uh, even me personally as well. So <clears throat> first thing, the next thing I want to do is take you to Joel chapter 3. Uh, Joel chapter 3, and first I want to say that there's there's no words that can describe, that can comfort, absolutely nothing that could just really, I, I like I'm having a hard time finding the words even to say now. There, there's just no words for the evil that happened. And it's not for me or anyone else to say anything that can take that away from anybody who's experienced or affected by this. The only thing that I can most assuredly tell you is that the Lord God absolutely is true. He's trustworthy. Everything he says in the Bible is absolutely completely true and reliable. And God is absolutely faithful to his promises. And make no mistake about this. There absolutely is indeed justice coming that God's uh, hand is going to be moved as we're going to sh as I'm going to show you here in Joel chapter 3. Uh, 
So Joel chapter 3, uh, verse uh, 1 through 3, um, this is talking about the end times. Uh, this would be right around the time of the Gog and Magog war that's going to happen, uh, speaking specifically concerning uh, Jerusalem and Judah. In those days and at that time when I restored the fortunes of Judah and Jerusalem, I will gather all nations and bring them down to the valley of Jehoshaphat. There I'll put them on trial for what they did to my inheritance, my people Israel, because they scattered my people among the nations that divided up my land. They cast lots for my people and traded boys for prostitutes and sold girls for wine to drink. Now, something I need to mention, not a lot of people are talking about this, but the very first thing that we know from Joel chapter 3, 1 through 3 here, is specifically dealing with the division of the land. You know, this isn't just about what's going to happen when the nations come up against the land of Israel, against Jerusalem. This is also talking about all events uh, from the time of Assyria, from the Assyrian Empire to the Babylon uh, the Persian, Greek, and Roman empires, all the empires and the nations that were involved uh, at some point in time that have either attacked Israel, come against Israel, or in one way or another a part of the division of the land, and in future reference uh, that will be coming the two-state solution. Now, in 2020, uh, the United States, through President Donald Trump, we put forward a two-state solution plan, probably the closest in any other time in history uh, into actually achieving a two-state solution, which would have divided up the land. Now, according to here, Joel 3, 1 through 3, this passage tells us that the division of the land is the imminent event that brings about judgment on the whole world, judgment upon the nations, uh, because again, Israel and the Jewish people are always at the heart and very center of all biblical prophecy and even at the very creation of the entire world, because the Messiah, Jesus, came through the Jewish people, and the, uh, God selected the Jewish people, the land of Israel, to be the centerpiece that would bring glory to the Lord God throughout all of the nations and be a testimony and a witness to all of the nations of who God is. And so that's exactly what the Gog and Magog war is about. And it's about revealing to all these nations that God is a jealous God, that he is sincere, the Bible is true, and that he's going to reveal himself through the utter destroying of all of these armies and these nations when they rise up to attack Israel. Now, the events that took place on the, the Sabbath, on Shabbat, it was 50 years and one day to the exact of the 1973 Yom Kippur Wars. I'm sure you guys have already watched a million videos about how they have talked about the 50-year date, uh, the significance of that number. 50 is the number of the uh, Pentecost, uh, which means uh, it represents the number 50 in the Bible. And a jubilee, or that 50, represents liberation. It represents freedom. It represents uh, setting the captives free uh, the land was restored, rightfully so restored, uh, to those that originally belonged to. So uh, the Yom Kippur 1973 war, uh, which resulted in, uh, I believe, uh, with Israel recapturing Jerusalem and the Golan Heights um, and the, the West Bank, all that stuff, even Gaza, so we are immediately, this tells us that, uh, number one, the enemy chose the Sabbath, to mock Israel, to mock God, absolutely. 
Uh, this was done strategically by the enemy as a mockery to God. However, to God, God allowed this to happen His sovereignty. This was a sign, or it should be a sign to the entire world into Israel that major things are about to happen, right? This is God saying, enough, I am done with it. This is my land. This is my people. This is my covenant land. You cannot come against God in the covenant land and not expect uh, repercussions. This is about God restoring the entire land of Israel, returning, to, returning it to them fully and wholeheartedly. Now, to understand, if you take a look at the seven-year tribulation period, the prophecies dealing with the 70-week prophecy with Daniel, we understand that there is a, coming a third Jewish temple, right? There's going to be a third temple that is built. Uh, we do understand that it's not fully given over to the Jews because the outer courts are given to the Gentiles, so that could be a reference perhaps to the Muslims, maybe, or even uh, Gentiles who are Catholics or Christians. Uh, it's not 100% certain exactly how that's going to play out, but we do know that there will be a third temple, and most likely it will be on the Temple Mount where the other two have stood. So in order, right now, Jordan controls the Temple Mount, so there would have to be significant major things to happen for Israel to be able to finally step up and seize control what rightfully belongs to them, which is the Temple Mount, West Bank, all of Jerusalem, everything. It belongs to them. So this is the event that is kickstarting it all off. Now, what I want to show you uh, goes back to back to Joel chapter three, verses four through six, actually four through seven or four through seven and eight. Take a look at this. Now, what have you against me, Tyre, Sidon, and all you regions of Philistia? Are you repaying me for something that I have done? If you are paying me back, then I will swiftly and speedily return on your own heads what you have done. For you took my silver and my gold, and you carried off my finest treasures to your temples. You sold the people of Judah and Jerusalem to the Greeks, that you might send them far from their homeland. See that I am going to rouse them out of the places to which you sold them, and I will return on your own heads what you have done." I will sell your sons and your daughters to the people of Judah, and then they will sell them off to the Sabians, a nation far away, the Lord has spoken. Now, Tyre and Sidon is Lebanon, which uh, traditionally, or biblically speaking, was Assyria, the land of the Assyrians. And Philistia is the land, which is the Gaza Strip, is originally uh, where the Philistines dwelt. So we're dealing with uh, Assyria, and we're dealing with the original sworn enemy of Israel, which is the Philistines. God is saying here that <clears throat> what has happened is Hamas, the terrorist group, which is backed by Iran, right? Iran, uh, Hamas is an Iran proxy uh, against Israel. So Iran, who is Iran in the Bible? Well, Iran is, uh, as parts of it is uh, Assyria, Syria, and also with Persia. So we are dealing with a coming, obviously, clearly, dealing with Assyria and dealing with Persia with Iran and dealing with the Philistines. 
And so verse 7, see that I'm going, oh, we already said it. So verse 9, proclaim this among the nations, prepare for war, rouse the warriors, let all the fighting men draw near and attack, beat your plowshares into swords and pruning hooks into spears. Let the weakling say, I am strong, come quickly, all you nations from every side and assemble here. Bring down your warriors, Lord. Let the nations be roused. Let them advance into the valley of Jehoshaphat. For there I will sit and judge the nations on every side. So make this uh, absolutely, make no mistake about this, that the Lord has uh, absolutely, if you get into Ezekiel 37 and 38, uh, 39. Actually, let's go there right now. Let me pull it up. Now, this is dealing with Gog and Magog. And this is, I'm going to show you how this plays a part and what's happening. Uh, so, I will, uh, Ezekiel chapter 39, starting verse, uh, he's talking to uh, Gog, the, the prince of Meshach and Tubal. If I, I can never pronounce it right. Verse 2, I will turn you around and drag you along. I will bring you down from the far north and send you against the mountains of Israel. So, there's a hook. Uh, the Lord puts the hook in the mouth of Gog and Magog, pulls them out from the north. It, this is like, uh, this would be equivalent to, uh, there's a war going on, uh, apparently, and they are pulled into this war, not by choice, but by uh, force. They have no other reason but to uh, have to intervene into this war. Then I will strike your bow from your left hand and make your arrows drop from your right. On the mountains of Israel you will fall, and all of your troops uh, and nations will be with you. I will give you as food to all kinds of uh, birds and the wild animals. You will fall in the open field, for I have spoken, declares the Lord. I will send fire on Magog and all those who live in the safety of the coastlands. They will know that I am the Lord God. I will make my holy name among the people of Israel. I will no longer let my holy name be profaned, and the nations will know that the Lord, that I am the Lord, am the Holy One of Israel. It is coming. It will surely take place, declares the Sovereign Lord. This is the day that I have spoken. Now, there's a specific verse that I'm actually looking for. Uh, let's turn to Ezekiel 38. After many days, you will be called to arms. In future years, you will invade a land that has recovered from war, whose people were gathered from many nations to the mountains of Israel, which have long been desolate. They have been brought out from the nations, and now all of them live in safety. You and all of your troops and the many nations with you will go up, advancing like a storm. This is what the Sovereign Lord says. On that day, thoughts will come into your mind, and you will devise an evil scheme. You will say, I will invade a land of unwalled villages. It will attack a peaceful and unsuspecting people, and all of them living without walls and without gates and bars. I will plunder and loot and turn my hand against the resettled ruins and the people gathered from the nations, rich in livestock and goods, living at the center of the land. Sheba and Dedan and the merchants of Tarshish and all her villages say to you, Have you come to plunder? Therefore, son of man, prophesy and say to God, this is what the sovereign Lord says. In the first day when my people Israel, in that day, I'm sorry, when my people Israel living in safety, will you not take notice of it, right? So what happened, Israel was on the verge of a historic uh, peace deal between Israel and Saudi Arabia. 
most likely, to tell you the truth, this peace deal would not have been a good deal because uh, anything these Muslim nations, especially Saudi Arabia, is trying to put forward in, uh, in a deal with Israel would be land concessions. Anything that stops Israel from, ex, uh, from using their sovereignty over their entire land. So the Lord has intervened and put a stop to it. <clears throat> Israel does not need to make any kind of concessions because the land belongs to them. And the Lord God is their God and is the protector of Israel, and he will speak up and will intervene for Israel. So Israel is in fear of Iran. And what has happened is that Hamas uh, and Hezbollah, Hezbollah is the terrorist group uh, backed by Syria, which is in the north of Lebanon. Uh, and these uh, terrorist organizations have seen the prosperity, the actual prosperity that's happening in Israel. All these other nations making these deals with Israel. And it, it's happening exactly as it says right here. Uh, on that day when my people Israel are living in safety, will you not take notice of it? You will come from your place in the far north, you and many nations with you. All of them riding on horses, great hordes, and mighty army. You will advance against my people Israel like a cloud that covers the land. Uh, Gog, I will bring you out uh, against my land so that the nations may know me and when I am provoked holy through or proved holy through you before their eyes. This is what will happen in that day. When Gog attacks the land of Israel, my hot anger will be aroused, declares the Sovereign Lord. That's the verse I was looking for. Ezekiel 38, 18. This is what will happen that day. When Gog attacks the land of Israel, my hot anger will be aroused, declares the Sovereign Lord. In my zeal and fiery wrath, I declare that at that time there shall be a great earthquake in the land of Israel. So we're not quite at the Gog and Magog war yet, but I believe this is the beginning stages of it. And so what has happened? I believe that they're talking about a massive uh, intelligence failure. You know, I don't want to get into the conspiracy theories about this, uh, but there are different theories that Israel has allowed this to happen in order to wage war. I don't know if that's the case or not, um, but what I do know, what I have seen and what the, what I'm sensing and what the Lord has shown me and personally, what I've seen in dreams and visions, what I've been talking about. If you turn to our channel and you look back in our past couple of videos, our latest video, I talked about a massive uh, a vision that I saw. And I saw the earth and heaven shaking. I saw earthquakes. I saw wars. I saw massive things happening. I put that warning out just a few weeks ago. In the video before that, right before that, uh, I spoke of another warning of massive shakings coming, that the heavens were aligning up, that there was a massive, um, a, a massive alignment where the, everything in the earth is finally being aligned under the perfect will of God, and we're seeing the consequences, the reactions uh, it, within the earth, within the nations, uh, which in itself is a testimony of the of what's what's coming you know it's all it's jesus describes it as the birthing pains so what, what i've noticed is that what they're talking about you can look look this up do your research various uh news outlets medias all reporting that the weapons that hamas has used were all uh mainly uh, u.s weapons these were weapons that 
were left behind in Afghanistan, weapons that uh, Ukraine has uh, sold out in the black market uh, that these terrorist groups have gotten their hands on. And then in addition to that, the billions of dollars that the United States uh, may maybe uh, the Biden administration has sent to Iran, unfreezing all this money, uh, make no mistake about that, was also used to fund the weapons, uh, to fund the terrorists that came in and attacked. Um, so a lot of this is coming uh, through the United States. We have essentially funded and provided the weapons for these terrorist organizations to attack Israel. Now, Israel, I do believe, was caught off guard. They were so focused on these peace deals with Saudi Arabia that they weren't paying attention. Now, I, I do, but there was a report that came out that said that Egypt had tried to uh, warn Israel uh, a few days before the attack. We don't know the specific details on that, uh, if it's credible or not. We don't know where the where it fell, but we do know that the terrorist units that came in did take out strategic uh, strategic communications towers, knocked out the communications towers, the radar towers, so that they weren't able to communicate with those units. Uh, and and it came. They attacked land, air, and sea, so they hit them all at once. And this was very strategic planned. Now, what I believe is going to happen is uh, over the next coming days, absolutely what the Lord has shown me, I believe there is absolutely going to be a ground invasion. It will be absolutely all-out war in the Gaza Strip, not just in the Gaza Strip, but I believe when Israel sends in after the bombardments and they send in the troops and they seize full control of the Gaza Strip, What's going to happen is uh, Hezbollah is, from the north is already uh, attacking rockets into Israel. Now, I believe that Hezbollah, the terrorist organization in Lebanon and with Syria, are going to join forces and are also going to attack. So Israel is going to face a multi-front threat. They're going to face uh, attacks from Hamas, uh, from the uh, terrorist uh, groups, within, the factions within the Palestinians. Uh, then on the south, and then Lebanon and Syria from the north. And I believe that this is going to be the strategic moment that Iran will enter the war. Uh, make no mistake about it, I believe that we'll see Iran, we're going to see Syria, Lebanon, uh, even Yemen. These factions finally come in to uh, wage war and attack Israel. When this happens, right, uh, Israel, of course, is going to retaliate and strike back to prevent um uh, preemptive strikes try to prevent these things from happening, but I believe it's just the attacks are going to come. And uh, I believe I saw an article that the uh, Iran, uh, the leader of Iran, was supposed to meet in um, in Syria just uh, I think today or yesterday, and Israel bombed the airports in Syria to prevent that meeting from happening. And so uh, that, of course, uh, they bombed, so the meeting could not happen. But I believe it right now. I can hear the whispers, and I can hear the talks in the back, and the and the uh, backstage behind the scenes meetings that are taking a place. And I believe there's even coming a greater counter attack that will come, not just from Hamas, but also Hezbollah, Syria, uh, Lebanon, and Iran. Uh, I think I'm gonna have to find it. I'll post the link. Uh, I'll. I'll post the link to this in the about section. Uh, but several, I think maybe six to eight months ago, I had a really weird phone call that came from Iran. Uh, just random weird call. There was no one on the other line. 
uh, it was just white noise. But the call came from Iran, and I took it uh, as a sign that something that we were going to be seeing something uh, major, significant happening with Iran. So I, I believe this is the actual. This is like World War Three kicking off now. I had my thoughts and my theories. I didn't believe the war would happen just yet because we're still waiting for uh, for the Biden resignation to come. Uh, I've talked about Kamala Harris becoming president. Uh, I believe that uh, Kamala would be president before the U.S. is attacked. Uh, but I, I don't know. Things are happening so rapidly and so fast that it's possible that we are attacked prior to Kamala becoming president. I, I'm not sure. It's just... But either way, what has happened in Israel, the attacks that are coming in Israel, are a precursor of what is about to come against the United States. And what will happen against the United States will be 100-fold, 100,000-fold, 10 times greater than what has happened in Israel. If you take a look at the border, millions of uh, people from over 150 nations pouring in to the borders, the southern border here in the United, even in the northern border in Canada, have been pouring in. Our government has no idea who these people are. Uh, and if you just, you know, if you do the search, the Google search, the YouTube search, um, you know, there's hundreds of videos surfacing of thousands and hundreds of these pro-Palestinian uh, groups that are uh, rioting and pri uh, protesting in uh, cities all across the United States. Uh, these people from the Palestinian Middle East region, Syria, all these people, they're here in our country. And so there's no doubt in my mind that there's going to come a moment that where the United States is going to be attacked, that these people are going to start attacking and rioting and destroying these cities. Now, <clears throat> I don't know exactly in what form that's going to happen, uh, but make no mistake about it. These guys, uh, it's inevitable. I believe it's going to happen. And it's a, a dire warning what could absolutely unfold in these massive inner-city democratic cities. New York City, Washington, D.C., uh, Chicago, where, um, Seattle, all these major liberal cities that have completely uh, decimated their, their uh, police force, their security force. They have nothing there, and it's wide open. It's an uh, open game for anybody to come in and just at any moment and the attacks are going to start coming now over the last few weeks uh over um there hasn't been a night uh maybe within two two or three nights where i have not dreamt of missiles flying over the united states missiles hitting our cities uh where bombardments have happened i have had dreams and visions of uh, russia uh, flying planes warplanes fighter jets over our own nation in certain states uh, being completely occupied by foreign uh, nations. So after Israel launches its invasion, or I mean, not invasion, but after uh, its siege into Gaza and the ground troops, and once Hezbollah and Iran attack and Israel counterattacks, this is not only going to pull Iran into the war, I believe absolutely without a doubt, this will also, this is going to pull Russia into the war. And this may very well be the very starting point of the War of Gog and Magog. And uh, when Russia uh, enters the war, and I believe that is when uh, China will launch its 
preemptive attacks against the United States, our northeastern coast. This will be all-out World War III. Now, I don't say any of these things to frighten you guys, to scare you guys or anything. That, that's not the, the purpose at all. You know, the reason that I'm putting this out there is to let you know that these things aren't just random happening stances. These things aren't just the enemy doing, right? This is all biblically orchestrated events. This is Bible prophecy. These are, as Jesus told his disciples, that you'll hear of wars and rumors of wars, but see that you're not alarmed because these things must take place. The end has not come yet. These things must happen, and then the end will come. These are all, uh, we did the, I did the 5784 prophetic message. If you haven't watched it, go back and watch it. I talked uh, specifically about this Jewish year, 5784, with that number symbolizing having to do with the sun and the moon, the creation of the sun and moon, having to deal with time in itself. Uh, I get into a lot of things that you guys are uh, not hearing on any other channel, and I talked about how it represents the transition phase going into the birthing, plan, uh, birthing pains where all the pieces are strategically moved in place, setting the stage. And so I believe that this isn't going to be over in a few days. I think this is the beginning points of World War III. You know, we're probably already in it. Now, Israel's at war. We've got war with Russia and Ukraine. The, the last things that are unfold is Iran and China, which make no mistake about it. These are dominoes falling, uh, like one domino being knocked over, the rest of them will fall. So... Uh, we're going to need to keep our eyes and ears open, uh, be diligently praying for the peace and prosperity of the Jewish people, for the revelation of grace to be given to them. The church needs to be keep their lamps lit, looking up, eagerly anticipating for the return of the Lord. <clears throat> so these things happening are horrifically tragic uh absolutely terrible. Uh, we need to absolutely keep our prayers uh, interceding for Israel. And keep and then be watchful and see what the Lord does over the next coming days. And so, uh, guys, I put this out there to give you hope, to give you encouragement that the Bible is real. It's absolutely true. God, the God, uh, God is the God of Israel. The true one and only true God is the God of Israel uh, through Jesus. Right? That we have the uh, grace through His shedding on, of His blood on the cross that we can have grace and forgiveness in Him for all those who would believe in Him shall not perish, but will be saved. So my encouragement is call out to the Lord. Make sure that your house is in order, is in line. Make sure you guys are getting everything um, prepared, set up, uh, so that <clears throat> in the events of when disaster does strike, that you guys will have all the necessities that you need in preparation, you know, food, water. Make sure you're you're getting all of your medical stuff done right now. Don't delay it any longer. If you have work that needs to be done on your car, get that done. Everything you need to absolutely get done, get it done. Don't put it off any longer because the time is going to be out where supplies will be very few. It's going to be really hard to get a hold of uh, any moment where you know one thing can set off the economic collapse uh, that we have been prophesying is coming. So this is a time for the church to step up and be the light to the world. This is where our prophetic voices should rise up, speak in truth and in unison about what the word of the Lord says concerning these times. You know, we should be testifying to people the truth about what these things are and what's happening, what's going on. 
So, guys, if you have any questions, comments, or concerns, please feel free to reach out to me. Uh, email brandon at tribalchristians.com or uh, get in touch through our website. Leave a comment below. Uh, anything at all, I do take the time to read and respond uh, when I get the time and the chance to do so. So, as always, guys, be blessed. Uh, stay encouraged. Keep running your race. Keep fighting the good fight of faith. Whatever you do, do not give up. Don't lose hope. Don't become discouraged. And keep going.